0: and mm-hmm. Welcome to Alphabet Fly and Psychopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official book of Marvel Universe with guests where we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is GSC Cooper, and with me today is someone who is a, uh, you know, not not great representation. <laughs> Road!
1: I mean, I, I hate to, like, admit it, but it's probably right. Whatever you're referring to, yeah, it's probably right. I'm terrible representation.
0: Yeah, today we're talking about someone called Harpoon. Ooh. What, yeah. what do you think Harpoon is?
1: Um, so obviously, this isn't, uh, this is not an 18 plus podcast. So, um, a guy with a harpoon gun or something.
0: Well, it's a guy with a harpoon, but also, like, you know, not great representation. Uh,
1: Bullcut. Yeah. cut.
0: Yeah, of course. Bullcut. Yeah, it's Bullcut. Um, yeah, it's just a, like a buff dude. Uh, he does, he does have like a, kind of a half shirt, but like, but like on a diagonal. So like, you know, he's, he's rocking the one, the one titty out, uh, look.
1: So so it's like an extreme asymmetrical, like crop top.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like one has no sleeves. The other, the other side has a full sleeve, you know, it's cool. So his, uh, real name is Unrevealed. He's an assassin. to a Unrevealed legal status. Uh, no other aliases, unrevealed birthplace, unrevealed marital status, works with the Marauders, and first appeared in X-Men issue number 220, sorry, 210 in October 1986, the morning after. Ooh. And...
1: The morning after the bad haircut.
0: Yeah. And this is, uh, this is, you know, this is a look that Rowan is really used to, um... So we have we have the X-Men, the current X-Men team which includes uh, uh Colossus, Rogue and her like really cool mohawk face, um Rogue, Shadowcat, uh Nightcrawler and Wolverine and they're just all looking over their shoulder behind them just like you little get get out of here, I hate you. And it says, the "Come the hell on, miss. What did you f-.
1: just say about our haircuts? <laughs>
0: It's like, come on, mess with us, make our day. Which is something you also hear a lot.
1: I say that all the time.
0: Yeah, and this is the Unprompted. look you get. And this is, the, this is the look you get from everyone in the room. They're like,
1: what, what the hell are you talking about?
0: If you don't see the cover and the people are talking about you can go to at Alphabet Flight on Twitter and Instagram. But, but yeah, so Harpoon is an Inuit who was recruited by the... Uh, Cinematic Mister Sinister to become a member of the Marauders, the team of super mutants who worked for Sinister as an assassin for other mutants of other mutants. Sorry, Um, on the orders of Mister Sinister, the Marauders carried out the so-called mutant massacre, in which they slew most of the Murlocs in living, which are mutants living in like underground in New York. So basically, it was all the ones that like Xavier's just like, no, you're too ugly and you can't pass. So I'm just gonna like leave no, you in the sewers.
1: You're not aesthetic. You're not aesthetically pleasing. So just um, get in the trash. Get in the bin.
0: Yeah, get in the bin.
1: Wear trash for clothes. You piece of shit.
0: Yep, that's you what that's that's what he said to them. It's
1: yeah, ad- adverbitum.
0: In the course of the uh, massacre, the marauders, including harpoon, clashed with various supreme champions, including X Men and X Factor. During the massacre, Harpoon uses weapon to impale the wings of the mutant angel, uh, thereby later necessi- necessi- necessitating the arms amputations. Uh, the yeah. later after after the massacre, uh, the marauders include a harpoon and clashed with the X Men on other occasions on Mister Sinister's behalf. On I mean, not Mister Sinister's behalf. So, um, that was a non entry, right? That was it.
1: So, so okay, so. Is Harpoon a mutant? Yes. Or is he just a guy? Okay, um, what what's his power?
0: Well we'll get we'll get to this part. But he's uh five seven, weighs two, twenty five, brown eyes, red hair. So that probably makes him a mutant. He's he's a native person Yeah, I mean t- he's a native person with red hair?
1: Actually, yeah, that's uh, it is technically a mutation, so yeah. I guess they just don't have very high standards. for what classifies the mutant? You're like, you're left handed? Yeah, sure, get in. Fine, whatever.
0: Well, I mean, he has other ones as well. So he can so he does like a lot of regular exercise, you know, buff, you can you can see that part. But he's a mutant with yep. super, superhuman power to transform longitudinal objects into various unknown forms of energy. He can imbue any such object with this energy. And the amount of energy is like is proportioned to the size. Of the th- you know which is makes sense I guess so since a pen- so hence a pencil imbued with energy would cause very little damage but a telephone pole imbued with his energy would be destructive as a small tactical nuclear weapon okay um okay so
1: th- if if he took my mi- mixtape for example how how powerful would that be
0: um I mean considering considering everyone says this is the opposite of whatever fire is. Probably not a lot.
1: Hi, <laughs> I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna imbue a, uh, a telephone pole with energy and throw it at your house.
0: <laughs> this is producing endo. What this is? This mixtape is producing an endo, uh, endothermic reaction. It's actively stealing heat from me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I will steal your heat from you by murdering you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, but basically, like. I don't know if you've ever saw John Wick, but you can kill multiple people with a pencil.
1: Um, I mean I saw that one part in The Dark Knight when he's yeah. like, I'm gonna do a trick, and then he puts the pencil on, and then he goes on that guy's face, and then the guy dies because the pencil goes through his head.
0: So, um so Harpoon <laughs> must throw the object in order to transform it into energy? So by so so he can charge the object with energy without actually like transforming it into the energy so like right. he can just make something like hey you're just you're just like a pencil that has a lot of energy into it Uh he prefers to imbue That's harpoons what say about me a lot yeah mm-hmm. yeah he prefers to uh to imbue harpoons with energy since he finds them the easiest weapon to use this way it's almost like they're meant to be thrown um uh, they're they're large enough to cause considerable damage, but light enough for him to throw them easily and carry them comfortably in his backpack. That makes sense, you know. Sometimes you just got to do the best uh, best thing, you know. Around. So
1: I I I mentioned this in the last um, podcast I was on, but sticky hands. Yeah. They're easy to throw at people.
0: Yeah, and yeah. you know if you if you get if you slap someone hard enough with it, it hurts real bad.
1: Yeah. I mean, and then if you add the whole um, the the whole nuclear uh, energy, whatever, um, then then you could kill you could kill a man with a um, a sticky hand.
0: Yeah. So depending on the form of energy he imbues them with, harpoons' weapons can stun, paralyze, kill, explode, or disintegrate a living, uh, inanimate or well, inanimate object or living victim. Things with sufficient superhuman strength, such as Colossus, can survive the effects of one of the harpoons. That he imbued with the energy for killing an opponent without disintegrating him. So he's also like good at hand to hand combat. He he chooses to throw stuff and he causes his uh oh my god. Okay. I wish it, he said it's something uh called it something else, but he calls them his sleigh spears. There's harpoons. Yeah. Which you could just Slay call spears, them harpoons. Yeah. They're meant to kill no, things. No, they're called
1: sleigh spears. <laughs> Listen, respect his decision, call
0: them sleigh spears. Yeah, so that's him. That's it. There's nothing
1: else. That that's it. Yep. Damn. We're not even going to get like a whole arc about um, his mistake of a haircut. The nope. whole like bowl cut moment. Nope. Like uh, one of the other assassins, like um, well, he was like, "Oh, I really need a haircut." And uh, one of the other assassins, like, well, "Lucky for you, I um, I'm a mutant with scissors for hands or whatever. Uh, sit down, get a bowl, um, and I'll see what I can do." And uh, Harpy was like, "Well." D- can I not have a normal haircut? And he's like, No, I can only do it with bowls. I've actually one of my hands is a bowl and one of them is a pair of scissors. So I don't know what else I can tell you, dude. So that's that's where the um the bowl cup came from.
0: Yeah. It's real unfortunate.
1: Yeah. Not good. And yeah. you know, the 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 tit out, that just yeah. like a an aesthetic choice, is there a reason for that? Or is he just like No What yeah, really. what's, what's what's going on?
0: uh i my my suspicion is that claremont just wanted another native person that he can put on a team and not really give any story behind and uh have them killed because that seems to be wow. his whole thing
1: well wow. so um well, wow. not not a good, not a good guy huh no claremont sucks yeah just uh people of color really are disposable to you aren't they dude and he does it a lot with the just can't believe
0: it. He just does it with various native peoples too. Like like is with Aboriginal people, with like people in uh, with First Nations people in Canada. He does it all the time with Native Americans? Like, you know
1: That's weird. He's not
0: he's not good. But yeah. I mean it gets
1: to the point where clearly there's a um there's there's something going on with the, the either the character or the writer. There's there's clearly a they they've got a bone to pick. They've got a chip on their shoulder. We, I we need it. to
0: I blame I blame it on him being a white liberal.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I mean that actually explains a lot.
0: Yeah, it was also during the eighties where like white liberals just had a boner for um for for native cultures,
1: but like not actually representing it in a good way, just kind of using it as cannon fodder.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Or yep. So, fodder.
0: Well, this it's it's about it's about done now. We're done. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, what do you have to plug?
1: Um. Well, I'm in the process of making a uh, shop for my uh, my designs and my art and stuff. So, if you follow me on um, Twitter on Symbiotic, that's S Y M B E A O T I C, you can have a look at the stuff that I'm interested in selling. Uh, maybe commission me, perhaps, uh, because I'm a starving artist, um, and just maybe say hi. Harass me in my um, my DMs. Whatever. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, uh, my name is Jesse. I have another podcast called uh, Into Riverdale, where me and my friend Daniel talk about the, the show Riverdale, like, episode by episode, which uh, is really just folly on our parts because it makes very <laughs> little sense episode by episode. Uh, if
1: anything, it's a mistake.
0: Yeah. Um... But, you know, we've, uh, you know, we're, we've been been doing it for a while now, and I've been enjoying it. So this has been, wait. Uh, uh, I have, uh, if you want to support me voluntarily, you can go to uh, patreon.com slash alphabetflight, which is linked in the description. You can also go to at alphabetflight on Twitter and Instagram to see what people are talking about. And if you feel like, uh, you know, being nice to me, you can always go to uh, whatever podcast you have and rate and review, subscribe, all that junk. you know help me go up in the algorithm so this has been alphabet flight and may country protect you through all your night travels good night
1: Bye. bye